regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features are shown. Hey. We're going to do this. Steve, start doing it. Hello and welcome to the Regular Features Podcast. Ooh, My name's strong. Steve Hogarty. I'm coming in strong. Ooh. It's been a while since I've been on the podcast. I've counted the hours. I know the readers I have missed the total, me. Did they? Did you miss him, readers? Why not get in touch? Who's been counting the hours, Joe? What's your name? It's 168 hours in a week. That's fucking hours. That times three. Um, my name's John Blythe. And I know the number of hours in a week. Do you? <laughs> I think you do. My name is Gav Murphy, and I've been reliably informed that this week, Steve's coming in hot. I'm coming in hot because I've been to the Galapagos Islands. Yes. I've been doing a bit of investigating into the little thing I've heard about recently called evolution. And they've got animals in the Galapagos Islands. What? Evolving before your very eyes. Evolving before my very eyes. <laughs> Finches with beaks that are rapidly growing and shrinking and wrapping around their heads <laughs> like the environment shields. demands. <laughs> <laughs> Look, what have you got coming up? Um, in this episode, I've got the royal romance of the century. It's how those those little fuckers met and how they went and got engaged and done it. That literally happened today. Yeah, that's so how topical. Yeah. How? Yeah, you better wait and see. It's the truth. I've got inroads into our monarchy, and I know, I know how to report the facts. That's fantastic. <laughs> You feel like, it'll, it'll sound like I've come here with nothing, but... Uh, Never say that. Until you hear this. Steve, how, how was your holiday? <laughs> <laughs> that was all right. What'd you do? Where'd you go? So I went to the Galapagos Islands and Ecuador to look at uh, the various finches um, and snakes that they have there. It was a fascinating Are the finches time. in competition with the snakes? Everything lives in perfect harmony on the Galapagos Islands. Oh. Like in The Simpsons when all the germs are trying to get through the door, like of Mr. Burns' body, but they all, none of them can get through at the same time, so they're all fine. That's an obscure <laughs> Simpsons reference. <laughs> it's, a, it's a joke for about four people there. <laughs> Two of them around this table. Yeah, no, it was really good. Went on a went on a cruise around the Galapagos Islands. Wow. Um, so you know how in London we have uh, pigeons everywhere? So they've got finches everywhere, and that's just like their deal. So we have like a breakfast buffet. And you know how Darwin came along and said, oh, I've noticed that the finches have different shaped beaks for all of the different things that they get up to. He was famous for saying that, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like, having, like, it's like got putting on a different hat. It's like, yeah. Exactly. This one's got a long beak for sticking it in where it doesn't belong. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nosy finch it's over a there. a nosy finch. <laughs> Um, but I mostly saw finches who had adapted to eat from breakfast buffets because <laughs> they had a, often they had to chase them out of the room when they got near the ham. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, I don't think that's um, was ham a staple at uh, a breakfast buffet in the Galapagos. Yeah, one of the places I stayed, they had a, some only they, ham, what they called an egg station. Uh, it's not related to ham, but I just thought it was uh, this, this person. In my head, I was like, you better be start talking about the ham. Let <laughs> <laughs> me tell you. Pulling it away from <laughs> ham is <laughs> a distraction. Um, you could tell this person to make your eggs in wh- whichever format you, you most enjoyed. Yeah. And they just make it while you went and made some toast. And by the time you came back, the eggs, eggs would be done. Be that yeah. is a breakfast buffet with a classy touch. Yeah, mm. I like it. Yeah, I like but then they have to is run there, around. Was there an egg chef you could see? Could you actually ask the person that was about to cook your eggs for you? Yes, you would have to look in their eyes and say, "Scrambled, please." 
scramble these and you hand him the eggs you want scrambling in my head it would have been better if it was like the egg man is like the sorting hat in harry potter <laughs> like you just look in your eyes and they know exactly what <laughs> eggs you wanted and you walk up and you're like oh no please not omelette please not omelette please not omelette it's like omelette <laughs> steve hogarty you are gonna be in omelette like, ah, bollocks. one day i'll be in poached there's a, i asked for because i didn't want to eat too much you know, when you get a buffet, yeah. you just you go overeat, mad. you go yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah. And I, I could see they're making, um, if they made an omelette or scrambled eggs, they'd go three eggs, they'd make a three egg omelette. So I asked for a two egg omelette, and I got two three egg omelettes. Oh, oh. no. Yeah. That, thought, did you eat them both? Yes. Or yeah, did you just slip one onto the floor? For a finch. For the finch. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, a, a finch with an omelette-shaped beak shows up. <laughs> I was enjoying um, yours and your boyfriend. To be fought uh, off by another finch with a suddenly bigger omelette-shaped <laughs> beak. I was enjoying yours and your boyfriend. Um, quite candid photos. The mm. thing that, in my head, I was thinking a lot, because uh, you're both very photogenic men, and you look great in photos together, but you do very funny faces together and very silly things in photos. Mm. When other people are taking the photos for you, who were the other people taking the they photos? Loved it. We were okay, like, good. so we were on a. We take these little tours with about eight, nine people and yeah. a guide, um, and they put us in a group of a bunch of other British people, yeah. which was the worst, because they were all sort of retirees, okay. all like fucking cranky, Ugh. complaining all the time. Um, just like stop. but they loved it when you kept saying how you were there for free <laughs> <laughs> why are you moaning so much for this is all free it's like no actually we've paid like nine grand for this <laughs> oh yeah anyway do you want this omelette uh, I got one go with spare <laughs> but they would um, oh, they were the worst like the guides would tell them to like okay we're, this is um, sea turtle nesting area like yeah. so don't walk on this bit of the beach because you'll You'll crush <clears throat> baby sea turtles. And they would just ignore Don't them. tell us not to crush baby <laughs> sea turtles. I paid nine grand paid for nine this. Grand. <laughs> if they were me- survival of the fittest round here, I heard. <laughs> yeah, no babying these sea turtles. Um, but they would just have like their, they'd have their phones out constantly, like taking pictures of everything, which is fine. You're in the Galapagos to like, take your pictures and stuff. Yeah. But there was one woman who just, I don't think she ever took her phone down from in front of her face for the entire trip. Um, and they would, all of their pictures would be um, shite, quite shite traditional yeah. pictures. And when Reese and I did any sort of face, they would go, What? Oh, these guys are clowns. <laughs> we, love, we love these guys. Are you sure the woman who just wouldn't put her phone though wasn't just afraid? And it's like the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> She's like, Oh, it's easier to take in. <laughs> it's easier to deal with all this horrible shite when you've got a screen in front of you. Just, yeah. to, just make... to clarify an earlier thing you said, Gav, you said that okay. the photos were candid. Yeah. To me, that means nude. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird one. <laughs> what did you mean by candid? By candid, I mean... Um, or, as either you meant nude or you're not afraid to make yourself look ugly. You're not afraid <laughs> to make yourself look silly. Oh, uh, there you go. Is what I would think candid are. Uh, ca- I'd say candid shots. Would you take some candid shots? I'd say that would probably mean topless with your tits out. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's just... Uh, I, it's, it's a euphemism from the 60s, I believe. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> candid I would always use as like silly. Having a laugh. 
I would think. Hello, log here, interrupting. I have. I, if I were you, I'd be chewing my knuckles off with both me and Gav getting it quite wrong. Candid photography is, in fact, um, unstaged photographs or photographs that give the appearance of being unstaged. So um, Gav was wrong. Steve's silly faces were obviously very staged, and uh, I was wrong in terms of uh, it doesn't mean you've got your knockers out. Um, that was, in fact, put in my head by the Monty Python nudge nudge sketch photography yeah snap snap grin grin wink wink nudge nudge say no more oh, holiday stamps could be could be taken on holiday could be swimming costumes nudge nudge candid candid photography so it was a euphemism from the 60s i got that right hello log here interrupting again it was 1971 but it was not a euphemism outside of that particular sketch and of course the endless parade of our souls that quote monty python so there you go we were both wrong Gav was wrong, I was wrong, and Steve is a silly little goose. Like, okay, we're going to do some candid shots now and just, like... Unawares, right? That's yeah, what like yeah. Caught unawares. Ah, ah, right, okay, yeah. I've just spent all that time recording Apology for Me and Gav getting it wrong, and uh, Steve just goes and gives the right definition. Yes, well done, Steve. Unawares, that's that's the definition of candid photography. Sorry. Right, have you, I really have wasted everyone's time, haven't I? Oh, but then no, women no, are, no, women are more, often more caught unawares like, with their tops off. So. More just, like, acting the goat. That's yeah, what I would say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I always wondered, like, when you say to these people, oh, can you take us photos? And then you, like, jump around and stuff and do silly things. Because <laughs> I've adopted a thing that recently... I think it's actually just attention-seeking. <laughs> That's can't, not can't you just take it respect nature, Steve? <laughs> respect <laughs> the Galapagos, please. Because uh, I've adopted a thing that you guys do, which is... Um, uh, or used to do, which was take a photo uh, at the top of a roller coaster. In group photos. Yeah, yeah. yeah where, you like, imagine you're... that you're at the top of a roller coaster. Yeah, but I don't do it with group photos. I do it with any celebrities that <laughs> right, I meet. Right. So any celebrities that I get to be in a photo with, I say to them, oh, can you pretend that you're at the top of a roller coaster? Mm-hmm. And like, my idea is that, you know, in some years' time, I'll have 20 photos that can, I can just be like, hey, it's me with 20 amazing celebrities all yeah. at the top of a roller coaster. And any time that I ask a photographer or anybody to do those photos, they lose their mind. They love it because they're just like, I went on like a Formula One trip with like a bunch of influencers. I wasn't one of the influencers once. And um, they were just like, oh, can you just, uh, can you? They, and the photographer was just given to us for the day to this group of like four people. And this one fashion blogger kept going like, oh, can you just take a photo? I'm just gonna take, just take loads of photos of me by this car. And I said to him, oh, can you take a photo of me and Jensen Button where it looks like we're at the top of a roller coaster? Mm-hmm. This guy was so into it. He was just like, yeah, thank fuck. I haven't got to take a picture of this horrible girl in front of this stupid <laughs> car anymore. But Jensen Button wasn't into it, was he? He, he wasn't, wasn't into no. it, no. We just... And that just excited the photographer even more. Yeah, because yeah. just... I think there's a lot of people around us by that point as well, so it just made me look sillier. But I liked it. It's a good photo. So. I'd always be worried that like, as a famous person someone would be trying to play a trick on me. Mm. Like you would have just said to someone else, like, I bet I can the get next person gimp. who pretends to on a roller coaster is a dick. Yeah. Uh, and then you go and you go, oh, hey, you want to do this? And he's yeah, like, yeah. okay, yeah. And everyone starts laughing at him. I and guess he's like, he's like oh, why are you all laughing at me? I'm Jensen Button. And it's like, ah, because yeah. you're a dick. Gav said you'd do that. I'm going to pretend ca- to tie my shoelace. Can you take a photo from an angle so it looks like he's bumming me? Yeah. The <laughs> caption on the like photo is, rumor. hands up if you're a gimpazoid. It's <laughs> 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 just Jensen Button with his hands up. <laughs> uh, but you, you missed a lot while you were away, Steve. You missed a yeah. live show. So there was a live show that I missed. What happened at the how live show? Was it you, terrible? How many times have you ever missed a live show? Once. Twice. What? Three times. times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the second one that I've ever missed. Yeah. And... Uh, let me tell you, 
I'm not pleased because mm. I've heard that it was good. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was weird doing a live show. I don't think I've ever done a live show without you. Oh. Um, until this point, you missed me and my most powerfully erotic, dressed oh. in an all-in-one. What was I dressed as? What the fuck? Was gingerbread I? man. A gingerbread man. That was it. Yeah. Oh. With a dick drawn um, on me, and it was fucking hot. That was pretty good. That's a. I've, there's not many drawn-on dicks that I would like to suck. But is there this video is a video of dick for yes. my lips? Yes, there is a, there's a video. People can go on the YouTube channel and, and find that. Yeah. Maybe that's regular features podcasts, something like that. Yeah. If you type in regular features, there's not many of them. Is there really? I mean, there's loads, but. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> what uh, happened? You missed. I, I like broad strokes. It was fine, uh, but you missed two uh, oldish ladies. I want to say old because you know they're young in themselves. Uh, they were out on the town, and you know that that this like weird moment when we're setting up. And we're kind of setting up, and like now and again, people do come up the stairs because uh, the person behind the box office hasn't stopped them. Mm-hmm. But the person in the box office is not very, uh, he shouldn't, he's not security, um, <laughs> but he should be acting as a technically. Um, well, we, we bloody pay them. Well, we bloody do, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's too, uh, it's for like proper clocks and then. <laughs> what are we playing these doormen for? Um, so these two, uh, I would say in their 50s, ladies came up and went, oh, has the show started yet? And it was empty in there with the lights are on, so I don't know what they think a show is. Uh, but we said, no, 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 no. Um, Stuart, our sound man, said, no, 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 it's, it's not started yet. Uh, so like, we'll let you know when it started. I don't and know if you built that, that, that old, I don't know what they think a show is. Like, madam, would you care to describe a show for me and then see if that description fits what you see before you right now? I put it to you that it resembles no kind of show. It would have been really, it would have been really funny if we were just like, yeah, this is it. Come sit down. You're in it now. Like, should, should be quiet. You are a show. Yeah. It's like fucking Pirates of the You best start believing in comedy shows. You're in one. Um, but no, they went back downstairs. Uh, then I said, like, visibly scared i was like i really hope they're not coming to this show we don't but like strangers coming to the show i just think it's a <laughs> hard not sell from a demographic that probably isn't ours i mean it's a hard sell what do you mean uh, not 18 to 22 year old boys <laughs> how dare you that's a generous age <laughs> um but uh i was like i really hope they haven't been able to buy a ticket but they bought the last two tickets i think we sold out that night and sure enough they were there, front and center, not front and center, middle center, but I could see them. Uh, so that's not good. And so when metaphorically I, wh- front and center. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I put them front and center in my mind. I wasn't resp- paying them any attention at all. What were they, what were they doing while I was looking at while I was telling them to check out my well, drawn on dick? <laughs> a, a lot of the time it was, like, I couldn't, I could see them laughing and stuff like that a lot. Um, but it was more afterwards when we went downstairs to speak to them. Uh, and Joe I and I were quite pissed, and we just thought, do you know what? I, we'll go over and say hello. So we went over and we said, "Hi, we did the show upstairs. Just want to, you know, know if you had a good time or not." And they went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, sure. Sit, sit, sit down if you if you want. But if you're gonna sit down, like you don't have to be on. We want you to be like normal people. You, you know, don't be performing to us." And we were like, "Oh, I was right. I mean, like, if you go upstairs, you would see that we don't perform to anyone." <laughs> <laughs> um, but they were like, I was like, oh, would you? I was like, I'm gonna get a drink. Do you like something? She went, and one of them went, I'll have a bottle of red wine. Oh, and they both started she... laughing. It sounds um, like they're always on. So I thought, mm. do you know what? I'm gonna buy them a bottle of red wine because it'd be funny. And Joe also said, 
he's gonna he's gonna drink red wine as well. So I bought a bottle of red wine. Him, sat down. Gav said, "I'm gonna buy you a bottle of wine." And Joe's like, "Yes, you know what? I'm gonna drink that bottle of wine with her." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gav. <laughs> it was more for me to be going like, "Well, I owe Joe a drink because the only reason I'm going to the bar." <laughs> I was like, you don't like red wine, do you, Joe? And he's like, yeah, I do. Oh, three glasses for that one then. Uh, Joe's like, oh, I'd rather Sierra Nevada. Would you? Would you indeed? Um, but we sat down with them. We found out, this is an amazing thing, that they met each other because they both worked at um, a university together. And they, uh, one of them was having an affair with one of the uh, university professors while they were both married, the woman and the man. And that's how they met, through the big scandal. So now Ooh. and again, they meet up. Uh, and they come out and uh, they go out together on the night on the town. But they're like, oh, we don't like going to the West End. We always like to go off West End. And uh, yeah, we... So they were both having an affair with the same professor? No, one of them was having an affair with a uh, professor and the other one just knew the professor. So she confided in the other one. What are their so, full uh, names? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll ask them when they come back for the Christmas show. That's <laughs> never going to fucking happen, let me tell you. Um, but they were, they, were, they were very nice about the show. It must, might have been the... Were they uh, nice or kind? No, they were completely honest. They went through all, every single one of us, giving us like a, fr- a full and frank review. Oh, fuck. Did they say who, who their favourite was? Uh, Joe. Fuck Joe. Yeah. Joe was their standout favourite. Um, they enjoyed Matt. They, oh, don't stop. <laughs> they uh, enjoyed. They enjoyed mine. <laughs> and what I, it, what I it, fucking hate you guys. No, 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 no. But what they, this is this is good. It's all. It's not gearing up. For you. I would never do that anyway. Um, and that's the limit of their feedback. <laughs> <laughs> and then they collapse. <laughs> no, they said um, I didn't know what was going on with the gingerbread man, but we did really like it. Oh. Okay. And I think that. Is that it? My features are disorientating at times. I mean, that's. I, mean, I was in that feature, and I would say a similar thing. <laughs> I didn't quite know what was going on, but I loved it all the same. Um, and but like they were pretty, but they remembered lines and stuff like that from all of it, and they were like, "Oh, I thought this line was pretty funny from all of them." Like they were, I was pissed, so I don't remember. But they were like, "Oh, I remember this bit and remember this bit." They were, they were very good. So hopefully they'll come back for December, December the eleventh, canalcafetheatre.com. You can go buy your ticket. Right now. Christmas special. Christmas special. It is going to be special. But Steve, enough of this dilly-dally. So if you're a middle-aged lady with a history of infidelity, (laughs) please come and see the regular features show. (laughs) But Steve, enough of this dilly-dallying. Do you even remember how to do features? Don't tell me what to do. Okay. Please tell me what to do, I forget. (laughs) Do a feature, Steve! Okay, I'm going to do one. You put your features into my brain. It was really nice, let's do it again. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steve's three animals that I discovered (laughs) on the Galapagos Island. (laughs) This is going to be like your ten scariest animals. (laughs) You laugh, but when I went downstairs to fetch you, (laughs) he'd only written one. (laughs) It was going to be Steve's one animals that I discovered. (laughs) Okay, first I discovered an animal that's called the Darwin's Warbler. (laughs) <laughs> the last of its kind, the Darwin's warbler, lives inside a hollowed-out rock on Margarita Island and can be identified by his distinctive mating call, which sounds like a man going, hmm, <laughs> when he sees a slice of pizza on the television that looks delicious and nice to eat. The Darwin's warbler makes his plaintive call around the clock, even though there are no females of the species left to impress. It's quite sad. Very sad. <laughs> You can 
we walked around his rock for ages listening to his calls. Hmm. <laughs> he would call. Sometimes he'd mix it up. Hmm. Wouldn't mind a slice of that. <laughs> or, hmm. Lovely. <laughs> That's a Darwin's warbler. Is that the first one you wrote? Yeah. <laughs> so they get worse. <laughs> <laughs> the only way is up. <laughs> Darwin. It's such a nice sound. I want to try and make it myself. It is good. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> when are they going to invent smell o vision already? <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Another animal I, I, that I discovered was the, the metal iguana. Tons of these ocean-going iguanas live on the rugged north coast of Florentina Island, where they live off a diet of small insects and fuck like nobody's business. <laughs> the salt water causes the female iguanas to rust up like a steel trap, so the males secrete a kind of WD-40 from a special <laughs> gland at the base of the tail, which lubricates the business aspect of an iguana fanny and facilitates the reptilian shit show that is iguana sex. <laughs> so, have you seen Blue Planet? <laughs> Those guys are in there. And the last animal that I discovered, three's not bad. Yeah, that was fine. No listicle, but it is a good number. I mean, no, what I mean is three is not a bad number of animals to discover when you visit the Galapagos. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. How many have you discovered, readers? Yeah. So stop judging. Yeah. Have a go. Uh, Niels, Bo Niels Bohr's four door cormorant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Shortly after publishing his revolutionary paper detailing the structure of the atom, Danish physicist Niels Bohr invented an affordable and spacious four-door cormorant, which he drove daily around the islands of the Galapagos, using the flightless bird's capacious boot to transport dozens, if not hundreds, of atoms. But soon, poor Niels Bohr became bored of his affordable four-door cormorant and abandoned it on the island of Vegetariana, where it bred with the local goose population and flourished. <laughs> Can you just read that tongue to strip it again? Because I really want to hear it again now. Yes, please. <laughs> but soon, poor Niels Bohr became bored of his affordable four-door cormorant. Oh, that's satisfying oh. to hear. That is satisfying mm. to hear. What I'm, lovely glad to, I'm glad to know it's flourishing with the geese as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I am a huge, a gigant, I am a, a colossal fan of the royal family. And I was thrilled to shitten back when I heard today <laughs> that a couple of them, or one of them and a non-royal, had got engaged to be wed. Don't say non-royal like that. Sounds like we're racist. Non-royal non scum. Non -royal. Who were soon to be elevated and embraced into a race. But she can't be the queen, right? <laughs> Why no, not? it would take a lot of people dying. Dying for it to yeah, be the queen. It would uh, it, it'd take an, uh, an accident of King Ralph proportions to rocket her <laughs> to the throne. <laughs> Fuck me, that's good. <laughs> yeah, the so Daily Mail readers are not happy. Because she is... Um, she's not 100% white, is she? She's divorced. Oh, oh my God. Goodness me. She is American. Oh! And she's 
a little bit brown. Oh. Is she, and she's a, a committed remainer. Triple whammy. Is she? I don't know. I no. don't want to drive those <laughs> and she's in suits. Any comment. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she's an actress as well, isn't she? Yeah, yeah she's in well, suits. In suits. That's, that's the name of the TV that's show, yeah. not the item of clothing. An actress yeah. in the like, I think in the 1800s used to be a euphemism for whore. Really? Oh, so it wouldn't surprise me if you, well, you wouldn't you wouldn't go on the stage unless you were putting it about a bit like a like a wide open fanny. Oh, that's right. A, Lady the, of the night at the theatre, you could you you would pick the actresses that you wanted to have sex with at the end of the show. Wow. You, would you? Yeah, they did not like, know this at the old West End. I like, went to see the Harry Potter play the other day, and they did not, not tell me that before. Not that. <laughs> I'll take Hermione, please. <laughs> no, it? the old one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sick. <laughs> you disgust me. Yeah. Right, so I have, um, using my inroads into the <coughs> the royal family, uh, deve- developed, Fostered. discovered this word-for-word transcript because everything the royal family does is kept transcribed by a butler mm. and um, kept for posterity. And I've discovered one of the top butlers inside access scripts that we are going to read out now detailing how they've done met and got married. I will be Harry. I'm going to bring back the trope of me wanting to fuck Steve by making Steve be Megan. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. make me the queen. You're going to be the queen later on, yeah? Boy, oh boy, you better believe it. Okay. Do you want me to read? I'll read the stage directions as well if, if there are some. Okay, yes, and yeah. Just like just like in the Simon oh, Chong directed <laughs> short. <laughs> the real life love story of Harry and Meghan. Scene one, the proposal. Hey Megan! <laughs> You've written Megan a lot. I know. Megan. I know you said before. I, I would just naturally my hands fall into typing the letters ham yeah, because like I'm like ham. a fucking I'm I'm obsessed like a finch. What, what <laughs> ham chat tonight? <laughs> I'm not complaining. You won't hear me complaining. <laughs> got it. What does what does Meg Ham sound like? She's American. Yeah. Yeah, got it. What does American sound like? Hi, yeah. Bastard. Bastard. <laughs> Just don't Bastard. pick a voice that you'll get tired of doing and sound a little irritated. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can it wait, Harry? I'm fingering myself to the demonstration tune on this old Casio keyboard. No, it cannot wait, Megan, for I must get freaking your piss pipes too sweet. Oh, I get right wide when you talk French. How wide? Tell me how wide you get, Megan. <laughs> Precisely this wide, and no wider. I have measured the width of that what you're doing, and I have decided to propose to you right now. I will marry you, but first you must perform three missions to prove your love to me. Well, fuck that. I'll do one mission, and it had better not be stupid. Okay, you have to do two missions, and one of them can be stupid. Okay. Great. Megan? Yes, Harry? two missions, one of which can be stupid, was actually my preferred outcome. I just negotiated you into a cocked hat! Curses! <laughs> Scene two. Mission number one. Well, here I am in the throne room of Buckingham Palace, where my first mission is to slap my gran on the tits 100 times with a ping-pong bat. Hey, gran! Oh, hi, Harry. I just found this old Casio keyboard. Have you heard the demonstration tune on it? No. Well, I'll tell you what, I haven't fingered myself in years, but I've really knocked the cobwebs off in the last half hour. Have a listen. Not now. And put your nan flaps back in their burger bag. I've got to bat you on the tits with this ping pong bat 100 times or Megan won't marry me. Say no more. Let the tit batting commence forthwith. 
buying sounds for a bit. <laughs> so have you thought about where you'll have the wedding? Well, I was thinking about having it in a barn surrounded by shitting cows and dogs being sick. <laughs> well, I'd prefer if it was dead posh, to be honest. Looks better on the telly, doesn't it? Well, okay, then I'll have a posh wedding, but only because you're being such a sport with a ping-pong bat. <laughs> you're only hitting one tit. Can you spread it about? Don't want lefty feeling neglected. Huh. Maybe if you leaned forward, I could use the bat like the hammer on an old-fashioned alarm clock and bat your tits like one at a time. <laughs> I get it. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, then we could just get this done quicker. <laughs> okay. Let me just bob on my tighter-fitting crown, which is good for leaning over it. <laughs> this crown is very bad for leaning over it because it is loose. I might roll off and land on a corgi, who would then, by the laws of the British Constitution, be the King of England. Okay. There you go. Faster batting sound, I want. Oh, that's a hundred! And one for good luck! <laughs> oh, he does have fun. <laughs> now do another one for the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Do you want me to do one for all three or one each? Oh, just keep batting the bastards while I pop on that demonstration tune. <laughs> And, um, Scene three. The second mission that can be stupid. Congratulations, Harry. You have done the first mission and demonstrated that you are good at batting your nan's tits, which is a thing I look for in a potential husband. Now it is time to go on Play Your Cards Right with this man doing a bad impression of Bruce Forsyth. Oh, dear. Hello, look at your, look at your face. Isn't he a nice boy? I want to go higher than a four. Higher than a four, he says? Oh, no, it was a three. Oh, dear, you were wrong to go higher than a four. I'm sorry, that means I can't marry you unless you do a physical challenge. Oh, no. The physical challenge is... Tell me. I'm going to tell you. Well, I want to know. Well, shut up and I'll tell you then. Well, please do just that. I will. Well, that's good. Thank you. No problem. The physical challenge is... Is. I can't wait to find out. Finding out is what you're about to do, <laughs> thanks to the imminence of my telling you. I will not say another word until you tell me. In that case, without further ado... Oh, yes, no more ados. Ados will be no more, as I say unto thee right now, the nature of the physical challenge. Is, he, is it eating a hot chili? No. Is it eating a bee? Is it eating a beetle? <laughs> Gross. Harry, just let me tell you the physical challenge now. Well, I'm not stopping you. The physical challenge is... Yes. Oh, no, I forgot. <laughs> well, let's just get married anyway, even though I went higher than a four and it was a three. Okay, you got yourself a fucking deal, you ginger streak of missing words. Missing words. <laughs> okay, okay, Megan, that's great. The, cool, the, the train just pulled into St Pancras now, so I've got to go. Okay, see you soon. No, seriously, shut up, Megan. I've got to put my laptop in my bag and get off the train. Where do you want to get married? Fuck you! <laughs> the end. <laughs> I like... Ginger streak of piss was where it was going to go, but then you thought, no, no, can't, no, can't I had say piss. That's no, obvious. I don't want piss. Obviously not piss. Yeah, but I didn't think it like you, I like you'd rather have nothing than ginger <laughs> streak <laughs> of piss. Nothing than the obvious thing. <laughs> you'd rather disrupt this. And Simon Chong's at home in his penthouse. It is Bob's Burgers paid for penthouse in LA right now. Going, 
Ginger Streak. Well, I can't possibly animate an unfinished script. And I remembered. So he, I remembered calling Princess Diana a, a, a freaky blonde piss as well. And yeah. that was like, oh, that was acceptable because I didn't use the cliche streak of. So Simon animated our, the, our story of, of the death of Diana. Yes. Um, he, he used I can't the, wait for the Queen to kill Meghan so we can do that again. <laughs> the animation software he used, he was trialing out um, there was some sort of physics engine. Yeah, like arm stuff. Yeah, so they'd all flop around like little puppets on sticks. Yes. And I was just thinking about like batting the Queen's tits left and right. Yeah, that would oh. work. That lends itself so well to a physics engine. Don't get that uh, on fucking Bob's Burgers, Chong. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Gotta come crawling back <laughs> any second now. <laughs> you could go to our Patreon and give us some money. www.patreon.com forward slash regular features. Or you can come to <laughs> Canal Cafe Theatre. That's see the, big the Christmas one. live show. That's going to be huge. The Christmas December live show is the best, yeah. 7 30 um, at the Canal Cafe Theatre. Canalcafetheatre.com. You can find tickets for that. Yeah. That's, this is going to be. I know you guys have missed me. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, uh, so good to have you back. Yeah. I know, right? I can feel Christmas. You wouldn't believe the stuff that was going on when you were away. I'll talk to you about it later. But you've got, got more of a beard you, than you had. Ever, you've had a lot of my with. WhatsApps uh, while you were away. <laughs> um, hey. Thank you very much. Recording in this room, I can't tell how, how, how long the recording's been going on for. I can, we can't see the screen anymore. It's good, isn't it? Could be two hours. Could be ten days. Could be ten days. We need to go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>